live from Toronto and online via thecomicden.com. This is episode 57 of the Anime Roundtable Canada for Thursday night, November the 27th, 2008. Good evening, I'm Mike Nicholas. Tonight on the show, we'll take a romp down the moral and legal blotter as we talk about the criticism of the lack of laws in Japan concerning virtual child porn. Then we'll talk about issues in reselling as a court case puts the American First Sales Doctrine concerning imported books into question. What happened was certainly worth noting. That's all coming up next. The opinions expressed in the following are those of its participants and do not necessarily reflect those of the producers and the comic den Mississauga. Also, the following contains mature material and mild language which may not be suitable for all audiences. Discretion is advised. What? Oh, nothing particular. I mean, I, I'm trying to, to make you worry about pressing the record button. You don't have to worry about that anymore. Oh, you pressed it? Yeah. About time. Um, so we were trying to figure out, like, Adam and I are trying to figure out exactly where to start tonight. Where do we start? In the gutter, as usual. Yeah. Well. <laughs> so. Oh, by the way, welcome to the welcome to my new place. Yeah. It's it, first time it, you've seen it. it. It's, it's a not a bad pad. place. It. Uh, now the only downside is that the audience is considerably smaller. We mean considerably small. Oh, because well, we're not. It's not as if we're at Anime North. That's we have my just point. about. We have no, just but even about, even the Yama audience is normally larger. Right? Yeah, but yeah, only people by a couple people, three, right? Well, I mean, I mean, Enrico <laughs> said he was touch and go to make it. Um, that's that's because Enrico doesn't drive. Yeah, that's true. He, he takes the bus all the way from Mississauga. Yeah, exactly. Actually, he lives close to where I used to live. So yeah, he, he's out in Streetsville. He's so out it's like a pain in the ass for him to get here. He's out in Streetsville. He's closer to the Comic Den Brothers than he is my place now. So. Whereas any of us, you know, civilized people who live in the T dot or the T Dizzle for you in the ghetto, <laughs> we can get here quite easily on the subway. Yeah, well, it works out. Or you know, at least you're in Toronto. So so. You know, well, that, that's my because, point. Because you know, um, you know, uh, the fact I'm Jeff, right on the subway. Jeff, Jeff here. Jeff here drove. Jeff Where? drove. Where did you drive from? That's not too, okay. So, yeah, so, but it's not a it's skills. not a it's not a subway laden area, so that's it, fair enough. Right? Yeah, because that's North York. That's near York yeah. U. So mm-hmm. that's the York U area. Right. My condolences. Um, hey, I live there. <laughs> I know. Oh. No, no, no. <laughs> that's not yeah, that. and you work. Yeah, you in live what, closer Oakville? to Jane and Finch than Burlington. he does. You work in Burlington and live. Yeah. And live <laughs> okay, I so. live in the no- nosebleed section of Toronto. And. <laughs> <laughs> At least you're still in Toronto. Yeah, technically. Yeah. And, you, and you know, the transit is available as bad as it, as crappy as it is at times. Which it's, in Toronto? Yeah. Well, yeah, but buses bus. come less than every half an hour. Yeah, these days. Yeah, as of this week. Yeah. Well, no, there are, I mean, certain still buses, good. they're like every five minutes. Like, yeah. you know, you get on Finch. Yeah, they, okay, they increase constant. the route. Mm-hmm. You know, you go to York Region, every bus is minimum every half yeah. hour. Minimum. Yeah, that's right. That's your <laughs> lowest wait time. So... Yeah, so T- yeah, but so TTC is it's not as bad as it sounds. No, it's not as bad as it sounds. It needs more money, but that's well, they a just given. they just said that they reduced their that one day. They said they were going to make sure that everybody was waiting less than half an hour. Yeah, yeah, for for and, and, every bus line. You know, yeah, my, my not issue: build more subways. Yeah, you're, exactly. You know that every other major every other major major city somewhere in twenty something. Yeah, I know, but every other major city in the world with a subway system. Has it linked to their airport? Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's there's talks on that one. Like at least from Union Station to the airport, they've got a yeah. They've planned yeah. a Union Station Pearson link, which is like a go train type, which is crap. being protested already. Yeah. And there's a plan to put it on the Eglinton Crossdown LRT, which in my mind shouldn't be an LRT. It should be a subway line. Mm-hmm. They're just lazy. Well, they're lazy, and it's, it's oh, it's cheaper because we don't have to build as many stations. But the well, but the upkeep yes, but that's is, the point. is tougher. On top of that, on top of that, people want state. That, that's that, that's the thing. That's a, that's part of the complaints from those on the route along the route because they wouldn't get to use. They it's it would be a strict. Uh, I'd get to shuttle. Use that. I love that thing. Yeah. You know, I want. You know, I live on Eglinton. I want there to be a subway because <laughs> the fact that to go anywhere, I have to go down to Bloor. Yeah, is ridiculous. Because, okay, for example, we had to go to, uh, this past Sunday, we had to go to the, uh, the Doubletree. Oh, you mean the at the airport? Yeah, or? yeah, the airport Doubletree. The airport Doubletree, the, the location of Anime North. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. We had to, it, I mean, non-Anime North related event, obviously, but we had to go over there. Mm-hmm. 
we had to and, and, and the, sen- the most sensible way to get there from Young and Eglinton is to go down the Young Line to Bloor. That's about right. All the way over to Kipling. Yeah, my take place. the bus up to Dixon. <laughs> <laughs> I know this gets wordy from this point. Then get the bus over, as opposed to going up to Lawrence West and taking the bus. Yeah, straight. I know. That's I what know. I always do. Is I take the bus. From it, it's a frustrating yeah. route, though. So. It's it's very frustrating. It is. It's a frustrating way. I mean, I'm not familiar with the. I, I thank God for a car. I have one. Well, but I mean, you know, when you live right on the subway line, why why have a car? I know. Right. And, I know. You know, you're running into that now. I know. But where well, you work, you're you're still going to need a car. I still need a car where I work. You know, moment, I, so. I, I have a five-minute subway commute to mm-hmm. work. You know, yours is a little bit better than mine. Okay, so I, I, within five minutes, if you guys listening out there haven't figured out who's on... Who, well, they may not have figured out... They haven't figured out who isn't on yet either. Um, okay, so... Uh, so here we go for uh, episode 50... Was it 57? 57. Yeah, finally, okay. episode 57. Um, Mike Nicholas, Adam Grant straight ahead of me, Megan Swain... I believe we're still officially calling her Swine. You, you can do that. <laughs> is, uh, is sitting on this the This one's mic. never going to go away. <laughs> the, my mispronunciation uh, when we first introduced you. Okay. <laughs> who isn't here, you ask? Well... And we waited. Well, it's now twenty after eight. It's now twenty we after eight. Normally, like to start, you know, seven thirty ish. Eight o'clock is eight o'clock is usually a little bit enough, consistent. But, ish, yeah. but we were, but we would have started at seven thirty. But um, we were waiting for James Austin. We hadn't heard a peep from him all day, or at least I hadn't. Furthermore, he's not answering his cell phone. And then furthermore, he's not answering his cell phone, which historically he's not known to usually be around anyway. But we only know one thing for certain. He's not he here. He is not getting laid. <laughs> <laughs> I want the world to know that. Can't wait to hear his re- rebuttal next week. I don't, I don't think he's going to have a rebuttal. Here Unless he, like, brings me the used condom. <laughs> oh, oh, God. And no, James, that isn't an invitation. The because no! that doesn't mean anything. The that Jam- just means you jerked off into it. The James Austin <laughs> sex tape surfaces months later. Yes, I need, I, I need a tape. Are you kidding me? I need proof of this if you you're going to tell me. you got to be kidding me. <laughs> it's anyway, a job on the naked event, news. The thing is, <laughs> in any event, we don't, like, usually he's, he's here. And since he's not here to take the second chair, you know, Adam took it. I've got the Gladly, because it's padded. Megan, Megan has the hard, hardwood chair. But, hardwood what, but one could argue least... she likes hardwood. Thank you. <laughs> I'm okay with that. That's a good one. I figured you At would At least be. I can reach the table. Anyway, um, okay. From your knees? From this hardwood. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so a couple minutes. So for a couple minutes, um, what is it? So for a few, for a while we were waiting to definitively on uh, on Mr. Austin we were watching like the elimination episode uh, this week's elimination episode of so you think you can dance Canada or at least the end of it and as we tape obviously it has ended and uh, it's not going to be a huge secret for anyone who cares but I'm not going to comment because I have a reputation to keep <laughs> my commentary ends there. <laughs> <laughs> We should have turned on the mic before, long before, because <laughs> boy, he said a lot, <laughs> and we were like breaking down the competition. Like, I mean, we all right, so we have to find a tie-in, uh, okay, to either anime or York. Remember the top te- the the uh, well, fo- yes, top the, twenty the, show, the original the, the original audition shows were done at York. Yeah, or at they least the, fine, the, the second building. stage, the second stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the yeah. So there's our tie-in. They were done in the accolade building. In the, which is a fine art studio, which yeah. is in the fi- a fine art studio. So yeah. you know it's a logical place to have done it. Okay, well, I'm not even gonna try. Just pick what? a topic. I'm trying here uh, off the top here. Okay, um, just some stuff uh, off the top. Okay, so after the move. Oh, so uh, yeah, we spent. I spent like I, a month out moving and you know going through a whole load of stuff. We Some got of which at will least be- one email saying that people had needed their fix. Yeah, we did. We'll, we'll, we'll go to I know that I one. got the one, but... Yeah, we'll, we'll, from, or two from the same guy, more like it. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's all related, but we'll, and we'll get to that a bit later. Well, right? I had the, the one to me. And yeah, the, and then we'll, we'll get to that in a few minutes, Walt. Um, okay, so when, uh, during the move, during the move, uh, you know, I packed up everything, but then there was like one final book that I couldn't fit anywhere, whether it be in my DVD boxes or amongst the manga. And it's, a strain, and it's actually a critically acclaimed one. Um, a post... 
a post World War II story called Town of Evening Calm, Country of Cherry Blossoms. I'm going to make this a recommended read, actually, because it tells the story of a family over two over two different generations, over a couple different generations, and the, and how they dealt with the aftermath of the end of the war. And this family's from Hiroshima, so comes so it's Bob. another post Hiroshima book. Yeah, it's actually well, it's actually a well done story. Is it any better or worse than the other ones? Name one. Uh, well, Barefoot Gen usually. Yeah, is Barefoot out. Gen's epic. Well, I mean, I mean, nothing's gonna. Well, the, it's, there gonna, you it's go. hard to compare. Like, I mean, you know, this is, I understand. This is I understand Hiroshima was a very important point in Japanese culture, but also understand we get it already. Oh no, I know. No, you know, no offense to, you, to the artists out there, but you know, you want to break new ground, break new ground. Talk about something that nobody's you know, talked you, about. You know, a live action movie was made based on this. And an anime movie was made on Barefoot no, no, Gen. Oh, yeah, so. that's right. Well, yeah, one. Uh, the, 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 what caught my attention on this one was um, the stigma of, like, those who fell victim to the bomb. Because mm-hmm. apparently, like, a lot, in, in many respects, the, victim, the, the victims around Hiroshima were kind of outcasts in many ways, okay, too. That, that, okay, because that, okay, if, if that's where they're going with it, fair enough, because that, that's a very, very different take than Barefoot Gen mm-hmm. did. Well, Barefoot Gavin was the actual incident itself. Well, it was the incident itself, but it did deal with the aftermath. But it, it, I mean, your ostracization was dealing with people who denounced the war. Mm -hmm. This one was about... Yeah. yeah, So that's the take. This is the take on this, right? So the take on this was the stigma about families who fell victim because um, they were like... Contaminated. Contaminated and maybe on uh, maybe another step, another breath away from dying. Yeah. Right. So it takes that store, it takes that premise on one family and stretches it out over a good, let's I, I'd say forty year period at okay. least. So so you talk, so you see the family as it dealt with it over the generations. So nice story, uh, highly recommended. Um, I'm pretty sure. So I'm pretty sure. Uh, well, I'm pretty sure the publisher would appreciate it. Last, last gasp in Jet Press, because uh, they need all the promotion they can get. I didn't know about this. I just happened to stumble on it one day, and just bought and just thumbed through. I thumbed through it. It sounded interesting, and knowing that the uh, Engli- one of the English editors was Patrick Macias, who um, is with Otaku USA, mm, and okay. he, he's a he's a well known voice. He's a well known writer on a uh, commentator on anime. Um, has his own podcast. Sure. Seems to get on a. Uh, other podcasters case has yet to find has yet to do so with me so thank you probably doesn't even know about me <laughs> speaking of uh now that you now that you've got me thinking about manga um one of my i actually noticed because of a of a different of a different viewer question actually from the same individual who sent us the email um i noticed that one of my one of my particular recent very recent very 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 good very favorite um hentai mangas which is um let me look up the precise title. Um, it hasn't been translated. I'll get back to you in a sec. How are you, Mark? How are you, Megan? What? I'm fine. Because <laughs> <laughs> Adam needs a minute here. No, so. I just need the name of the... That. That's really it. It's... The, the only manga I read recently was the first volume of uh, of something called Blank Slate, which somebody bought for me for my birthday, just oh, yeah. randomly. It's it's very um, it's a show it's a shoujo manga, and it shows it's very it's very emo, <laughs> kind of like very Neil, emo. I was like, perhaps Whoa. perhaps it's, not much different from Neil at this moment. It's actually pretty much exactly like noir, except with this super hot guy instead of a cute girl. One way to put it. <laughs> oh yeah, Neil's. Yeah, we. You know, yeah, since we since we got on on James' case for not being here, Neil's not here either. Since we must just bring that up for a second. Do we have an? Ex- can we make up an excuse for him? Um, the Are distance, you? maybe. I don't know. He you, has you, weird. He has you're weird his hours. roommate. He has weird hours right now, and he hasn't been sleeping. Okay, okay. He's uh, had. He's he's just had insomnia, alternating with migraines lately. So it's the migraines we've always known about. Which yeah, it's it's. Partly due to stress, partly due to just he gets migraines. So yeah, he he like and and he he does put himself as a human guinea pig in many respects. <laughs> he signs uh, up for he signs up for uh, we're the funniest research. The I mean, we, you've heard it on past episodes, like uh, how he put in puts in something radioactive into his body, and then most of the time they That's never pan out. Not a good way out. to make money. Most of the time they never pan out. What do you mean yeah. most of the time? Most of the time they don't. <laughs> I don't expect them to pan out ever. Did you he, find he, the title? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to find the. It was on. Okay. Um, 
Oh, no, now I remember. Um, it's by uh, Gorgeous Takarada. Who's it's uh, called uh, if if anybody who knows Gorgeous Takarada is going to know the title. Onichan Kuchu Kuchu Shisuki Dai. Okay, that's thank you because uh, it's okay because I'm not. It's not as if I'd be familiar. <laughs> yeah, I know. But um, I actually, it's actually a very very good manga, and I I happen to notice it. Volume one is on the the prohibited list. Oh, for Canada's importation recently, which we yeah. talked about. Which we talk, we've talked about it on numerous occasions. Yeah, but we, I happen to be looking at the it. recent one, and I happen to notice it was on there. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't actually own a copy, so I'm not committing any crime of any sort. But um, I understand why it's on there, because anything Gorgeous Takarada does is very, very, very lolly. Yeah. Um, so I, I completely understand why it's there now, you know, barring my standard disagreement with the whole concept of, you know... Censoring material, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, which we'll get to. Actually, which, I, I mean, we'll it's been a, a constant theme of mine. But point is, very, very good manga. Um, actually, by the way, has it been public? Has it been? Um, it hasn't been actually been published. published. Published in North America. No, um, but it, it, because it's importation, mm-hmm. it doesn't need to be published. It means somebody tried to import it and they looked at it and reviewed it and determined they wouldn't do it. Yeah. Um, actually, it's a good time for me to link to someone. Um, Saha's weblog, he does a lot of translations for a lot of hentai doujin, hentai manga. He does a lot of the gorgeous Takarada stuff. Okay. He does a lot of the translations and he's the only person still currently scanlating Kodomo no Jikan. Ah, so that's the tie. That's the other. That's certainly an important point since we talked about it's that. It's a generally one, important like- point. So it's, uh, it's, Sahado.com, S-A-H-A-D-O-U.com. S-A-H-A-D-O-U.com. Yeah. I will write that down so I can put it in the links. You know, somewhere along the line, I will actually put links back into these episodes. Uh, <laughs> go for one more time. S-A-H-A-D-O-U.com. S-H-A. S-A-H-A. S-A. Now I start over. S-A-H-A-D-O-U.com. Dot com. Okay. So there's that. So, uh. And uh, for the record, he also does translation commissions. So he'll translate if you you know pay him. He will it, it, translate it'll, anything. It, it'll, co- translate. it'll yeah. just cost you. But hey, well, no, he. I mean, he puts out an awful lot of stuff on his own. Um, he encourages the people he takes commissions from to release them publicly. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they don't want them released publicly, he doesn't release them publicly. But there are, if you go to his site, there are a lot of them on there. Yeah, so including they, up to volume forty three of Kodomo no Chikan. <laughs> Wow, he is the gone guy. that far. Yes, he. Well, he's he's keeping me reading it. Okay, it's a spectacular manga. So, well, uh, you've you've outlined why a year ago when uh, Courtney made her last appearance, and it was a good argument. It was so a good argument. It was a yeah. good. It was well. It was well put. It was well put, and you know, it'll it certainly is a, certainly put a safe case on the other side. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, so, so speaking about porn, yeah, I guess and <laughs> the segue, and that's a perfect segue. Uh, okay. Um, we had trouble deciding on topics for this, uh, on what to talk about this evening. Uh, well, okay, deciding where to settle on this evening. Because um, uh, as I said in the digest on Sunday, there isn't really a shortage. And we outlined, uh, James and I outlined three different topics. And which one do we choose? None of the three. Uh, so we'll talk a bit about <laughs> Jenny on in the coming weeks. We'll talk a little bit more about um, Miyazaki slamming Asso in coming weeks. We'll talk about... Um, We'll talk about more about streaming and DVD, uh, lace and streaming and DVDs on, on anime in North America in coming weeks. We certainly wouldn't have done it this week because that's James's pet topic, and he ain't here. He ain't here to pet that. So well, that's what he gets for not showing up and not getting laid. <laughs> in other words, not showing up and having an excuse. Well, precisely. Yeah. Uh, earlier today, earlier. Well, actually, very early this morning, Anime News Network published an article uh, concerning concerning uh, events at the World Congress Against Sexual Exploitation of Children and Adolescents, the third conference, the third ever such conference, which was going on in, of all places in the world, Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. Um, okay, <laughs> it's an interesting place to put it. For <laughs> that's one way to put it. Yeah, it. It's an interesting place to put it, yeah. Yeah, it is. That that, that takes on a whole new life. That statement. Um, but there was, but a woman by a uh, woman by the name of Ethel Ethel Quayle, no relation to Dan, Damn. I think. 
because uh, she's from she's from she's from Ireland. She um she openly uh, criticized the lack of Japanese laws concerning virtual child porn. Um, I, I've only had a chance to skim through this article, but the thing is, uh, there is a law. There apparent um, there is no such law on the books specific against child against virtual child porn. You know those in uh, which I guess would be easily defined as anime manga. Games. Well, I think yeah, virtual child porn. I think they're generally referring to anything drawn, more or less, anything that is not Flesh an, and, actual, uh, an actual, an person. actual picture, right? Yeah. Um, as a precursor, it is known that Japan does like there is they are looking. Uh, there is a child porn. Obviously, uh, there is child child porn laws in Japan, but there is no nothing. Con- uh, but that's all for live action styles. Um, Nothing, nothing concerning virtual kinds. There's been a push for it, yes, but the government has said they would like to examine this further before making a decision. I think for at least how many? For a couple of years, I think two or three or something like that. Mm-hmm. I believe um, it was three. Okay, yeah, and uh, there have been many protests, including obviously from UNICEF, the Children's mm-hmm. Fund of the UN. Um, but the, but they said they will. They want the study done before they make a final decision. Um, obviously now, obviously someone wants to put that on the forefront. It's nicely juxtaposed with, um, with Neil Gaiman. Uh, remember we talked last show about that Iowa guy, yeah. that guy from Iowa. Yeah, the guy Gaiman from came, Iowa. Gaiman last, a couple weeks ago came to that guy's defense and, you know, we were reminded of that constantly. Yeah. Um, Adam read that article just moments ago before we started, just, uh, just as we were watching. So you think you can dance Canada. <laughs> All of them are of age, by the way. And, uh, he has a lot to say. Well, it's my general position on these sort of things generally. Um, okay, I understand the need for quote-unquote child porn laws. Yeah, I really and, and, do. And where it's an actual picture, that's fair because and let's in, order to, in order to saying, get that picture, you had to have engaged in some measure of sexual exploitation of a minor. Mm-hmm. Fair. Yeah, fair, fair. And it's fair, it's fair to say that everyone here around this, everyone here who... Like most sensible people, just about anyone who listens to this show who I believe to be sensible, you know, has no issue with anti with anti I'm not going to, I mean, it may be the case. I'm not going to, you know, quote unquote, single out that one guy who does, but because <laughs> he may well be a really sensible guy. Um, but in any event, the point is, this is where laws like that butt up against freedom of expression. Now, it's already a solid defense that you know anything that you've made yourself, at least in this country, mm-hmm. anything you've made yourself, draw, you know, drawn, written erotica, anything like that, perfectly legit because that's your that's your right. You have a right to express yourself. Um and now it is also a defense under uh, Section 163 or Section 163 and 164 of the Criminal Code of Canada, 163 is uh, offenses tending to corrupt morals. 164, I believe, is possession of child pornography. It is a defense that the material has artistic merit. Now, because this, you know, the it's never really been challenged as to whether you know a a lolly. Manga is classified as artistic merit. It's never really come in. It's never really been yeah, we've never tested. Had. So we, I mean, so we don't have any case. Does. Like, there's no case law. That's exactly, there's, there's no, no case, case law. No on case or precedent. And so, it's certainly a good argument to make to say, look, you know, this has artistic merit. We're about to see and, a test of that in a version of a test, I guess, in the states. But but remember, the 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 that state may not have the same defense statute. It, it may not be in the statute. Mm-hmm. The point is it's it's statute here. But it, it, it brings up that issue. It's, you know, the challenge of, well, what's artistic merit? How much merit does it have to have before, you know, before it's allowed? And this also jumps into the, the standard of, you know, why are, why are quote-unquote obscene materials illegal to possess? Why does someone deem them to be obscene? You know, why don't I have a right to possess these things and view them? You know, I'm not viewing things that are that that actually required exploitation of an individual. 
That's a key point. Well, These are things that people came up with out of their own imagination. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when that's done, no one's getting hurt by it. And no one, no one's, yeah, ideally it's, no one's, it shouldn't be like illegal to have a bad thought. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that, that's sort I mean, of what. If you what, have murderous what, thoughts, uh, if you have murderous thoughts already. Everybody thinks about killing other people. That's yeah, normal. Yeah, and yeah. that happens in human nature. And it, it's the nature normal. of this is what society is. Society is or such that we in, don't act out on these things. No, we can even go deeper than that. It's human nature. Well, it it's human nature human to think nature about it. But, I mean, it, this is my, my humanities background behind me. But mm-hmm. that, that's, the, that's the crux of Rousseau with the social contract. Mm-hmm. Wow. Is we have chosen to uh, – we have made a, an agreement – to give up certain freedoms in exchange for certain protections. For example, we as a human race have given up the freedom to injure other people, to injure each other. Mm-hmm. And, but in exchange, we have gained protection from harm. Such things. And... But that's... But it gets a little bit more skewed when people just think about it. Well, and that's the thing. How do you, you know that, that, what, you that, can't that, that goes, because you can't govern as thought, to what you're trying to do here is you're trying to govern an action that is based on the thought. The fact that I've chosen to express this thought artistically or that someone has chosen to express this thought artistically and that I've identified with it. What part of that is reprehensible? Mm hmm. Well, I'm trying to figure that out. Well, the suggestion suggestion is that, well, if you enjoy these sorts of obscene materials, you're the sort of person who may go out and commit a crime. And with child pornography, that's the crux of it, is that that it's considered a social value to try and protect children enough that we're going to do everything possible to prevent people from thinking and acting on any sexual thoughts towards them. Now, what isn't covered by this is why certain materials that deal with purely adult adult individuals are considered obscene and why that is a problem because a video for example like uh cool devices which is on the prohibited list Mm -hmm. there's nobody underage in that right not even it doesn't even purport to have underage individuals these are all i remember i remember um i remember uh, to my recollection of it yeah anyway. it's been no, a little while the thing since is I've seen it, it. and then and uh, the original publisher of it here i think it was i forgot um but uh, they kind of had fun with it the cover was just this big warning label yeah. saying none of this is under 18 years old we're pretty sure this is printed on cardboard that's older than 18 yeah so mm-hmm. i mean and, so and there, i mean there's a lot of there are a lot of hentai anime where, you know, the, the issue of whether they're over 18 is an issue. Let's be honest. There's a lot of them that, are, that take place in high school. What mm-hmm. was that? What was that company that used to have that little video at the beginning saying that they were in some kind of a preparatory oh, um, college? And I they were forget, like, none I, of these girls are under the age of 18. I think that 18. was one of the Media Blasters companies. <laughs> Wouldn't be surprised. It, yeah. it was either, so an, it was either anime kitty. 18 or kitty. I, I think remember. it was Anime 18. Eight, yeah. Anime 18 is Central Park. Yeah, that's it. That's it. It was one of those Because I remember my, uh, the, the copy of... Uh, what's the Sailor Moon parody? Oh, Sailor... Oh, 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 oh. Um, Seven something. Something D. Uh, the... the um, Oh, never mind. You're talking about the chicks with the visors, right? Yeah. The little crappie tops yeah, yeah, yeah. and they have the cat. Oh, keeps... Venus 5. Venus That's 5. It. Venus That's 5. The, the, the Venus cat, 5 yeah. had that at the beginning. Yeah. Which is totally Venus ridiculous because it's clearly titles. a high school anime. It's it's parodying Sailor Moon. And it, and it goes on this little spiel about pubic hair or something like that. Yeah, and, and, and why that, that's not why, you And know, how it's not proper anymore. Exactly. Or some, some bull crap like that, even though those titles have pubic hair in them. They did like, a very good job of making, it appe- of making it sort of legit with the American They're, audience. It looked like they were trying to cover their asses. Well, they really were because if yeah. you can read if you can read the kanji, it's pretty obvious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, the point is that things like cool devices—that's not an issue. But still, it's deemed to be obscene, and I can't go out and buy it. Mm-hmm. Why? I'm an adult. These are adults. This was drawn by adults to be viewed by adults. You know, especially because the publisher here very clearly has a, an 18 plus warning on the front of it. Why is that a problem? What, what, I mean, what, where along the lines in this, you know, country built on freedoms 
do I not have the right to choose what kind of stuff I watch? So like, so the thing is, uh, provided I'm not harming anybody. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. It's just that tilt, it tilt that tilt uh, that Rousseau tilt you brought up earlier. People well, and that's the thing. And where in, and where it well, har- where it can potentially harm someone, different. that balance maybe you know I can sort of understand because the balance is thrown a little further in one direction. You may need to institute higher protections for these groups, but. To go back to cool devices, there is nobody involved in it. There are none of the characters in it. There is nobody watching it that isn't an adult and is being harmed by this in any way. No, this is a fair point. Exactly. So why is there being? Why is there a protection being kicked in? Mm-hmm. This, this is one me. of the antiquated sides of the system, and this is it. it I mean, and this is this uh, is a to, in my mind, it's a, it's a dark stain on. On, 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 can, on the Canadian government and Canadian society mm-hmm. generally, that this exists. Yeah, and then yeah, so come back here. It's so it's so subjective, you know. Right. One, I mean, this this is like fifties McCarthy era type. One person's stuff. eroticism is another person's fetishism. Apparently, like exactly. it's, it's a matter of perspective. Where they where something that might seem just erotic to some people to another set of people who aren't used to it, they might think it's like kind of kinky and, and fetish-like and, and whatnot. But to go you know? even yeah, further, in, the, in this internet era, the fact that you've banned sales of this DVD is clearly pointless. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I can go out and watch it. I can download it. I can view it on my computer. And it's arguable whether that's legal, whether that's illegal or not. Well, if, if it's illegal, there, there's other parts that's not necessarily related to porn. Well, no, I mean, but the, I mean, we're, there, we're, a, we're going on the copyright side. But it's, it's a yeah. crime to, under the, under the Customs Act, to possess an item that was illegally imported or that it's illegal to import. But the issue there becomes um, whether, because they're very specific in the list that it's the DVD... Mm-hmm. Is a digital copy of the same content the same as the DVD? Mr. Tanner, please listen. No, the, the, I answered his question. This is more or less me going back over mm-hmm. it because I gave him the nice long spiel, and it, it just it came up. So, yeah, and, and you know, it, who knows exactly? And and that and as I as I told him, that's an issue that I don't know if it's been dealt with, and I would need to do a lot of case law research mm-hmm. to go into it. Yeah, well, and there may be very little to start. Exactly. There may be very little, but, I mean, there may be the concept of whether a uh, physical media is the same as digital content may have come up in some other area of the law. Mm-hmm. And so it may be applicable. But, yeah. again, it's, gonna, it would be, it would, it's extensive research. Coming back to Megan, what Megan was talking about earlier, like about how one society or one, somebody brought up from one society tries to dictate or say something about another society. Mm-hmm. This is sort of what we're seeing here in mm-hmm. the, with with, um, with uh, Doctor Quayle, because she sort of she's saying this as a as a she's saying this as a psychologist from Ireland about mm-hmm. Japan, which you know we're talking different societies, and different. Oh, it comes from a very Catholic. Oh yeah, from a very Catholic yeah. culture. Do you That's think? part of That's, it. But furthermore, I mean, Japan is a you, you've got a country where the age of consent is as low as thirteen. And let me verify that by going on. <laughs> I, I have bookmarked let's, let's, the, the age of <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Okay. Well, it's maybe important. we shouldn't be surprised. No, he needs it. He needs to come. Oh, no, 16, 18. 16 to 18. So did they raise it? It may have been. Okay. Yeah, 16, 16 or 18, depending on the... I remember getting on... That's uh, unusual, because I recall it having been as low as 13. I remember point. making fun of... Um, one of Neil's other former roommates, because Neil has had... Oh, and they haven't updated Simon. it, because Canada Paul? still shows his 14. Oh, the other one, his cousin. Yes. Yeah. Paul's oh, Simon. cousin. Simon's Paul's cousin. cousin. It's Paul's cousin. The other Paul. <laughs> the other Paul. Simon's cousin. Simon's cousin. Okay. I think he's officially Simon's cousin's cousin. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Okay. What? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Not Simon himself. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Make just cancel out the cousins. This site has He had... Because... Uh, because um, because he had like a crush on like some internet girl mm-hmm. in Japan. Said, "Well, she's probably the age of consent." So, <laughs> the, the it won't be up to ha- you now. The site hasn't been updated. It still shows Canada at fourteen. Ah, which they and they raised it to I sixteen. Know, it was, it was All 16? those okay. people with those yes. expectations. Unfortunately, now uh, he did leave the the you know the below sixteen. There's still the mm-hmm. sixteen is just the the presumed consent age. So mm-hmm. there, you know, sex below that is not inherently illegal. What, to, like two 15-year-olds having sex? That's fine. 
Yeah. The, what it is is there's a there's a range. Mm-hmm. So I believe from like 12 to 16, you have to be within two years of each other. Yeah. And both within the same range. Yeah. So it's still allowed. It's just. It's a, it's a, it, it, what it is yeah. is it, it's a law that's set there, which I can, I mean I don't agree yeah. with it being bumped to sixteen. Yeah. But leaving that bottom range is there for a reason. It just, yeah. It's not. It just it's, gets weird. it's not to prohibit sex generally because it's about a balance of power. Exactly. It's to prohibit. It's to prohibit preying on minors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fair, which is a fair point. Okay. Well, but it means I can't. That. It means I can't have sex with fourteen-year-old girls anymore. <laughs> anymore? Well, because it's now illegal. Yeah. You gotta wait two. Years. I gotta wait till they're sixteen. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Anyway, so there's your there's our thoughts. Obviously, um, there's our as I said, there's our thoughts. For reference, um, the test, the uh, Iowa case. That's a test of the ver- uh, of. It's of, a test of the of the, of, of the virtual child porn. So now I, is I don't know if that is that a is that a state law or is that a federal law? Good question. I, 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 we should look it up later. We'll look, okay, it, up we'll look it up at some point. Anyway, we'll, go, we'll do, let's take the break. Let's take the break because. Um, we're gonna tie it in. We're gonna tie it in a little bit about imports, uh, importing in a second too. Uh, that's after uh, after this break. You're listening to the Anime Roundtable on thecomicden.com. Hi, this is Aaron and Noah, and we're a couple living in New York City. We run the Ninja Consultant Podcast. Sometimes we talk about ninjas, but mostly our show is about anime. We don't do anime news because we don't know any. <laughs> I know what the news is, because I've heard it on every anime podcast this week. We have over 800 years of combined otaku experience, and I guess sometimes we talk about it. You can train to be an otaku, or just sound like one. Choose from any of the following areas of expertise. Conventions. Fan culture. AMVs. Fan subs. Fan parodies. Fan art. Manga. Cosplay. Ninja studies. Refrigerator repair. Or get your GED. And much, much more. Can you draw this pirate? Go to www.ninjaconsultant.com and discover the wonderful world of anime art. That's www.ninjaconsultant.com. Or search for us in the iTunes... Wait, we're a couple? You were a couple. I mean, I knew that. So we were talking during the break about any contest ideas because we need to know people are out there. And I think I came up with almost a good one and then Adam modified it. So here's my here's my idea and then we'll tell and then we'll tell you Adam's modification. Cuz uh I got stuff I got after the move I got I realized I got stuff that maybe I I somehow want to get rid of. So if I don't get rid of it through contests here, it'll probably end up on eBay or at the Nonomoichi at Anime North next year. But here's the idea. Whenever Neil and Adam do a show again soon. And I have that and I can see it. I can drag and Adam was gloating. He can drag they can drag this contest out. But I know I can drag it out depending on when I decide to have Neil and Adam doing the show again together. But whenever Neil and Adam do the show again uh, uh together again, we can like have a contest where pe- where listeners can try and guess at what point in the show and you can get it like down to the minute and second. When Neil and Adam will bring up masturbation of species other than humans, to which Adam replied, "Well, I added the in that rather than guessing the the time at which it's going to come up, you should be guessing the species of which animal. we're going to mention in a sexual context." So, and I I think we can drag this out pretty far. Yeah, I think we could. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think both of us could. Both you, uh, all, any of us, could. any of us, yeah. yeah. So I think you, I think the plan is for Mike will announce when we're going to do these. Yeah, the so check the blog. So check the check our website uh, www.animeroundtable.com on the week of the, whatever show we're doing, and when I I'll mention when I'll mention when um if whether or not Neil and Adam are are scheduled to do the episode that week's taping, and then entries will be taken right up until up until um the episode goes on, up online, and the thing is. Um, it will not account for edits because uh, if I because somehow I may end up shifting stuff around based on promos and intros, so um, so it'll be based on the final edit. So that means anyone in the audience cannot participate necessarily try and handicap the contest, <laughs> and we won't declare a winner obviously during the episode yeah. during the taping of the actual episode. We might declare a winner during the next episode. 
Of course, we'll talk. Yeah, next time you'll met him. Yeah, next time we're on. <laughs> <laughs> on the show. I'm going to be very clear here, though. Here we go. You got to be specific Uh-oh. on the on the animal here. Well, I mean, I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hold you down to a Sumatran versus an Indian rhino, but, <laughs> but like, you know, a dog is not sufficient. Because if I start start talking about a Labrador Retriever, and you said dog, not good enough. We all know what these species are. You could be specific. Yeah. Okay. You may not know the difference between certain tigers, and so tiger is fine. Something like cats or dogs, where you know the species, got to be breed, particular. Or let's, the breeder, uh, yeah. And we're talking domesticated, yeah. So, okay, that's fair. So, uh, yeah, maybe that's a contest worth looking forward to. And uh, until, and I won't say anything about the prizes because then maybe no one will care. <laughs> so it, it's free shit that you're gonna get for and, guessing. And, yeah, two and, perverted and, and, guys. And what animal two perverted guys are gonna talk about? Yeah, and and, and is there really a downside? And for reference, and for reference, I'll pay the shipping. <laughs> or <laughs> if you really wanted to Wait. save Mike the shipping, you could come down to the show and get it personally. Yeah. And we may even make fun of you on the air. <laughs> well, what, what if? Well, what if there was also a prize of being on the podcast? Now that's a that that's a That'd different a good prize. That'd we may <laughs> we may just run the same contest. Yeah, but. that may be a good prize if uh, because uh, you know. James is really not helping himself this week. So, <laughs> so, so are we basically putting James's spot in the podcast <laughs> up, 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 for, up for auction? <laughs> so that anybody that has a it's beef a leather- with Adam that lives in the Greater Toronto area can can oh you I got I got an awesome can contest make that for this. effort okay. to come. This down. is actually a particularly good contest um, because of the prevalence of webcams and YouTube. Uh-oh. I want you guys to do. Your best James Austin impression. <laughs> and whoever we judge to be the best, and we'll let James judge too, you get a seat for an episode. <laughs> James and James is a mainstay also for reference at those game shows. Whenever um whenever the uh, Yama alumni do the game shows yeah. at CN Anime or uh, at a fan expo, mm-hmm. and he is a mainstay at the all, in the all night rooms at Anime North. So he he is a mainstay at at uh, Toronto Convention. So, and um, his voice is distinct. <laughs> He's a pretty unique guy. So, I think if anybody who's listened to this show long enough, you know what I'm talking about. Get out there, send us emails with YouTube links. <laughs> I'm not kidding. We'll let you well, on the, the show. Thing is, this is a radio show, or this is an they don't audio know what show. Yeah, but, it, like. so yeah, but really it, know what face, James himself. But looks the face like. is not important. The point is, it's an easy way to get it up. Okay. Right. Right. I mean, not everybody has web space. Fair. Okay. So you're use right, YouTube. You're right, you win. Throw us up those impressions. We will give away James's spot for an episode. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> with the with what the provision that he that they use that voice throughout the entire episode. I'm not going to go that far. But <laughs> to replace James Austin, you got to be the best James Austin. To be the man, you got to beat the man. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> so podcast now continues um, from from our studio in Toronto, in front of a live audience. Three people. Uh, yeah, three, uh, three people. Um, who are watching CSI. <laughs> yes, who are watching CSI at the same time on the TV. Uh, Mike Nicholas, uh, Adam Grant, and Megan Swain around the table in an anime conversation with you, the official podcast of Anime North. Okay. We don't have much of a bullet segment this week because we want to save the uh, last segment for, well, Adam just has a lot to say in that last, last segment. And he, he, he is nodding. Eyebrows, his he, is, he is nodding in agreement. <laughs> he is very much agreeing with me. Uh, okay, so... Really, we're going to just do this one in brief. The one single cannonball of a bullet. Um, once again, we're going to Anime News Network because, you know, we have nothing else to do. It's a solid one. Yeah, that's actually a good one. Um, earlier this week, uh, er, er, well, or last week, um, the, uh, ANN put up an article about the U.S. court ruling, uh, about an American court ruling the first day of sale doctrine not applying to imports. And... This uh, this is this goes back to a case where two um, was this an, uh, a book that was imported you know cannot re- uh, like restriction of sale of of imported books and they said that this doesn't that the first sale doctrine wouldn't apply to this I like the whole ins and outs of this case I'm still very unfamiliar with well um, the first sale doctrine is basically what it means is that. Only the first sale of an item can be prevented by the copyright holder. 
So if you're selling something you don't have a license to sell from a copyright holder, mm-hmm. you know, if you're making illegal copies of something or whatever, it's only the first sale that can be prevented. What this does is it allows free resale. It allows garage sales mm-hmm. because it means I don't, you know, I've bought this thing. I have a right to it. I have a right to sell it. So say I want to sell, say after uh, I want to sell my, um, sell my, uh, used laptop after i get a new one right my used ibook after i right the fact that you're not an apple reseller doesn't matter Mm -hmm. you know because if it was a brand new product and it was its first sale then that's another you have to be an apple reseller to sell it and Mm -hmm. they can there there's i mean you can can be prevented from selling them but once you own it once it's been bought first you can sell that item that's Mm -hmm. the that's the point of the first sale doctrine because it, it 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 allows everything about commercial transactions that we have known to be logical. Mm-hmm. And and what happened here was this is a this was a guy this was a I think a bookseller that tried to import a couple books to resell. And I believe the I believe what it, what it basically was they were they had imported books from Japan or to China. Huh? Or was it? Japan I think it was. China? Uh, I can't tell. It, okay. It's not really particular. Um, I presumably that. Other publishers, other U.S. publishers had the rights to. Uh-huh. So they were trying to, being the copyright holder in the U.S., were moving to prevent it's the sale, not the import, the sale, sale of these books. And these bo- these importers argued that under the first sale doctrine, they should be re- allowed to because they bought it the first time already. This is a second sale. This is a resale. Oh, yeah. Okay. I get it. Now I'm, and- That's basically the crux of it. Um, and the the court uh, agreed with the court the uh, the uh, U.S. District Court for the Southern District of New York um, made a determination that let's see I think the quote is the resale in the United States of copies manufactured outside the United States are not protected by the doctrine since they were not acquired under American law, which means um, it means functionally that that uh, according to the court now that that first sales doctrine is only applicable if the first sale Happened. occurs under U.S. law, which means in the U.S. So what happened here is because they were bought outside of the U.S., they were bought under a different law. Now, what this ruling really is, is the court propping up the American corporation. Mm-hmm. Because that's a ridiculous ruling. Yeah. It, the, the corollary to it is basically saying that all non-U.S. contractual relations, especially sales, aren't valid. That's functionally what it says. Because the court is basically saying we're not willing to uphold the validity of that sale. We're not willing to recognize that sale as a sale. So now if you attempt to take this in, take this in as the import and try and resell it, are you the authorized seller? If you're not, then what you're about to do is illegal. Right. But it, it, it can go further than that to say that, okay, for example, if I, you know, I go to China or Japan and I buy an item there, I'm not meaning it to, I'm not meaning to bring it back for commercial purposes. You know, I buy a, an, an overpriced anime DVD in Japan. Mm-hmm. I come back to North America, to the US. My friend decides he really wants it. I happen to buy two. He decides he's going to buy it from me. This anime is licensed. The fact that th- this under this ruling, you can't. Do the it. holder can't of the license in the U.S. has a right to prevent that sale. Just on a common sense basis, does that not strike as pretty ridiculous? It sounds off. Exactly. I mean, it's just like the the, the thing is the thing is if this sounds like. Everything everything was obtained by legal means, mm-hmm. and you can't. And somebody, okay, so you decided it's a used item, and because it wasn't bought in the states the first time, yeah, you can't sell it exactly because because unless you are an authorized seller, yeah. what you're basically doing is is you're invalidating all international contracts. As in terms of U.S. law, you're saying that we're not going to enforce them. They're not valid. They're not valid sales. We don't consider them that way. 
So now like, I, I foresee this being appealed. I really do. Yeah, and, and the, because and the concern, I don't. Th- I don't think. I don't think the judge even realized that that's the corollary to that ruling. Mm-hmm. See, the the thing is, and this is the fear in the long term, and this is mentioned in the article, is that now people can like. For instance, I can't uh, you know legally buy something out of here. This is this would be like a, a more fi- a, another version of region coding in many respects too. Say, say for instance, say for instance, somebody uh, decided to buy uh, a copy of say Evo, the latest Evo movie. Mm-hmm. I, I brought that one up because I was brought because there was a cease and desist on that yeah. this week. So somebody want uh, there's no sign still at this point that it's going to be picked up. But mm-hmm. so somebody goes into Japan. Want, buys a copy, maybe wants to sell it off as a used copy. Yep. Say it's finally licensed by, say, ADV or Funimation or somebody else or manga. Now Funimation can conceivably come in and try and block that. Yep. That's what this ruling means. But and, it, and, and that's why it's so ridiculous. I mean, people, the thing is that this happens a lot, like, but it's not, I, okay, I saw a if, version of this a couple of years ago with uh, Hong Kong, with certain Hong Kong movies, especially older Jackie mm-hmm. Chan movies. Like, um, what happened was certain movies, like, uh, I think uh, the uh, police, uh, specifically uh, the one that stuck out was Police Story, or Police Fort, okay. the Police Story, which was like three movies. The third one was actually remade here and became Super Cop. Mm-hmm. So, so people remember that about uh, 10 years ago, at least. That was the third movie, third installment in that. The other two were released, you know, kind of redone, but they were redone. They were never subtitled, never with uh, in Cantonese. They yeah. were redubbed. They've been dubbed twice, actually. Uh, the second time with Jackie Chan actually providing the voice, English voice for his character. <laughs> the second time. Yeah, there, there was a second dub. There was a second dub of this. Well, uh, the first, the first uh, dub was just terrible. Yeah, the first yeah. dub was terrible. It was, and it was heavily edited on top okay. of that. So if conceivably you, um, a store tried to sell an imported version, mm-hmm. uh, ten, uh, the Hong Kong version of it on its website, and they were prevented by the rights holder, who I forgot who the rights holder was for North America, and the only version that's available is the edited version. Yeah. So, edited English-only version to this point. Mm-hmm. So, um, and they were able to muscle at least the, the, this particular site and to not allow that a sale of, that mo- of the Im- import version of this movie. Yeah. The thing is, what this does is... Basically, sides with the rights holder. Exactly. On, it's on not, well, thing. it sides with the the licensed rights holder. It doesn't side with the original rights holder because the original rights holder doesn't care. They sold it, mm-hmm. right? They they sold Seemingly. the copy. Seemingly, exactly. And that that's the real issue I mean, with it, some of this. Now, and we got to wrap this pretty. <laughs> yeah, pretty. it's. I mean, because uh, if cause, you're blocking the import of something, that's one thing. Because blocking an import. I mean, it's very different. It's very, it's one, it's, it's very different than allowing someone to bring it into the country and then saying, oh, wait, you can't sell it though. Well, that's what it was imported for. You knew that. Mm-hmm. Block the import. That's fine. Block the import on the basis that it's copyrighted material. You know, don't wait till it gets in the hands of these guys. That's one thing. Because the, the, the law that you've used to prevent this sale is. I'm going to say it again. It was it's ridiculous because that's it's, ridiculous it's kind of ruling. like using some. It's it's a side. It's a it's a it's a direct. It's a complete sideswipe. Exactly. It's a sideswipe, side and what story. you're actually saying about the law doesn't make any sense. It's kind of like trying to kind of, kind of like trying kind of like uh, that fair use thing a few, few weeks ago. Yeah, it's but yeah, it, it's you're you're using a very broad stroke when you're not meaning to. Mm, yeah, and then it's just kind of off. That yeah. one, because this is just this is just a person to person type thing. So mm-hmm. it's not as if it's not as if anyone's really making a big business out of it. So there's there's people that uh, buy home movies from yard sales and resell them as uh, as as footage, stock footage. Because if you have that's a surprisingly <laughs> good business. <laughs> if you if you put uh, VHS tapes that have home movies on them in a yard sale and sell them to somebody, that person's allowed to. I you guess sold legal. the image, yeah. Yeah, to do, do what they, they, do what they want. want. Ah, but there's footage. a in the twisted way. It's in a twisted done. way, there. I mean, the, the license holder sold off. Yeah, that's exactly, exactly it. That's exactly the what. It, that's sold exactly it. what it is. And apparently, there is people that make money doing this. <laughs> so what? What this really means is that dig out your old, dig out your parents' old home movies. Cool. And sell them <laughs> the stock footage. <laughs> anyway, okay, we'll take the break. Um, 
Back with final insults and some other stuff because we got to end this pretty soon because uh, we got the theater in 45 minutes and we're going to watch Magical Witch Poonie Chan. That's right. Mike's building has a theater. And we got to finish this up pretty soon. Uh, <laughs> back with final insults in a couple of seconds on thecomicden.com. Okay, so we're just about done. First of all, uh, I do notice one thing. I'm pretty sure you guys heard it in the digest and the last, and you'll hear it more prominently in this episode. Probably could hear my birds actually chirping constantly in the background. The microphones they're, are good enough to pick that up. They're quite silent now, actually. Not right, they're yeah, good now. They're good right now, but they, they, they've been they going, they had for, a going for a bit. So uh, we, um, The birds are usually kept in, this vi- in the same room we, were do- we do the taping in because it's all like one big room or one long room. And uh, but we always put them in a in like a in a secluded hallway just before taping. So um, they've made them and over time they've made themselves known when we taped like when we used to tape at my parents' place. Uh, like we they were out flying and about and they were loud <laughs> that day too when we did a digest there. So um, you know if you want to meet the birds, you know come and see a taping. <laughs> I think you just invited half of the world to your house. Hey, no Mike. one ever. No one cares, though. Half of the world. Yeah. Wow, that's or a enough, lot of listeners. Yeah, that's a lot of listeners. <laughs> it's the internet. You really <laughs> never know. <laughs> no, I'm just. Anyway, but if you're interested in ever seeing a, an episode or um, have a you know the usual stuff, questions, comments, etc., a roundtable at thecomicden.com is our email address. Uh, don't forget the show archive and the blog, and for notice of the con- of upcoming contests, www.animeroundtable.com. Um, and. Uh, you know, stuff still to come. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks. For, and uh, this, we're almost done our first episode here. We're going to watch a movie afterwards, as I said, in, the, in a theater. Uh, it, but we're almost done with our first episode, our first real episode in the, in the permanent studio, I guess. We'll still go to York whenever the strike ends there. Stupid strike. Yeah. Fine by me. Rerouting my buses. Well, luckily, yeah, luckily you know, I'm not taking your, the bus. inconvenience. Uh, I take great joy in watching those Fucking whiny motherfucker TAs <laughs> march around walk the, the picket line <laughs> like anybody cares. <laughs> if any of you TAs are out there are listening, listen. You are the highest paid in Canada. You were offered a 9% and change raise over three years, and you are bitching and moaning. They want 41% over two yeah. years. That's um, insane. It, it, I know plenty of people who would be happy to do your job. Yeah. It's if I was running York, you would have no idea how fast the goddamn scabs would be in there. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. Because there's, there's a lot of graduates who there's out there. There's a lot of grad need, students who would love the jobs. <laughs> However yeah. paltry it might be. Dear TAs, stop whining. Yeah, it's a part-time job. Get over You have it really fucking good. Shut <laughs> up. These times. Living below the poverty line? Yeah, it's called working part-time. Yeah. It happens. It's called mo- it's called most of the world. It's called student. Get used to it. <laughs> yeah, and, he's, and remember, we're, and remember, most of the people who do this show were York students, so they've experienced this one time or another. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I mean, all enough of us around this table. And uh, in the audience are... I managed to dodge that one. <laughs> Six yeah. weeks. So... Two months. Two Me, months. My well, version. they, they ballpark faculty. it at six weeks mine because fall, it, it faculty, ended though. just before Christmas vacation. All right. Anyway, yeah. mine ended at, <laughs> happened at the end of the end of a year. Uh. Okay, so here we go. Uh, final insults. Um, we want to give plenty of time for Adam to do this. Anyone who's, uh, who keeps up with Adam enough, well, well he, he needs to pimp this anyway. Uh, Adam started a podcast of his own recently. So um, we want him to at least mention it. Yeah. um, Myself and a friend of mine, Brent Chittenden, started a podcast. I've linked it on Hentai Lawyer um, called Two Assholes Talking About Nerd Stuff. And the show's local. The the abbreviation is great. Yeah. You'll have to to go to the uh, the website to see the abbreviation we've used. Um, I mean, it pretty much describes itself. We couldn't come up with a very good title, so we felt that description about covered it. Mm-hmm. It's the two of us, two assholes, basically ranting on about 
Whatever Anything. nerd stuff has come up. Would be RPGs, you know, science we, fiction. Yeah, you know, exactly. We, you know, in our first, the only the first episodes up right now. We spent, you know, we I talked think, about. I think the only thing that's taboo right now, taboo is. So you think you can dance Canada? Or did you bring that up? We in didn't that bring episode? that up. See, um, <laughs> see. But we've talked. We in that episode we talk about anything from Halle Berry to Thor to Transformers to Power Rangers to I heard that part. Power Rangers. Oh, and for reference, the first Yellow Ranger. I don't know if you know this. Twee Tran, who played yeah. the, who was the first Yellow Ranger, she died actually. Yeah. No. Yep. She died just before days before nine eleven. Yeah. Yeah, and her 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 funeral was I think two day a day or two before nine eleven. So I it's kind of sad. Story. I heard about that one incessantly because I I had a friend who was obsessed with Power Rangers. I didn't she know she emailed me. She's like, she died. She died. I did like, not know what? personally. I did not know she died until a couple of years ago. So. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I, I knew I knew about that. it almost immediately. It was My other sad. personal favorite that we talked about. We talked about cyber sex with fat chicks. Awesome. <laughs> So and the show's um, logo is the show, Yura. Yeah, you'll you'll need Yura to, from Manga Sutra or Futari. Yeah, from Futari Echi. Um, I photoshopped that myself. In fact, <laughs> you, if you if you, uh, if you watch the iPod Enhanced version of that podcast, you will see a million pieces of awesome hack pictures. job Photoshop. That yeah, I just I was, threw together. Yeah, we I didn't even notice that it was doing that until I looked back <laughs> at the computer a few minutes later, and I was like, "There's pictures." Yes. So. Um, <laughs> I do link to it on hentilure.com, but uh, our website is nerdholes.blogspot.com. <laughs> I, I tried to get just assholes. Evidently, you can't register that. They don't allow it on Blogspot. So oh, nerdholes was about as close as I can get, and it's just an awesome name. That's <laughs> no comment. So nerdholes.blogspot.com. You can email us at nerdholes at gmail.com. Um, or you can always reach me at hentilawyer.com. Seriously, give it a listen. I've pimped it out to everybody who uh, who, who listens and to the Adam's show. And Adam's not on Facebook, but there's a Facebook group. I think it's because Brent Yes, Brent set up a Facebook group yeah. for it. I'm not on Facebook, so I won't see it. As I said, though, I link to it on Hentai Lawyer, so you'll always be able to get it, even if you just follow my stuff. Um, I know Mike links to Hentai Lawyer on the Anime Roundtable site. Mm-hmm. I'll get him to link to this podcast. We'll put a pro- we'll put a link for this. Out yeah, for and when show. we've done a promo, we'll we'll get it in here. Yeah, it'll be a. I, I've al- we've already been uh, an Adam episode. So. We've been utilizing the Anime Roundtable promo for appreciate it for the two asshole show. Yeah, appreciate it. So but yeah, I, I give it a listen. Uh, seriously, let us know what you think. Uh, we have really, really big things planned. I'm still working on the post-production on the second episode. <laughs> so we hope to have that one up soon. And for reference, we do no post-production on this series. It's as Because I, I, I don't edit it. I hardly well, edit it. Nor do series. I. Post-production really entails... Putting in li- the little it, pictures. It listening to the show, <laughs> and every two minutes or so when something comes up in conversation, pausing it, going to Google Images to find an <laughs> yeah, image, and or Photoshop. <laughs> That's basically how I do my editing. <laughs> and then... If we run out of time, which we might in a couple minutes. <laughs> uh, and I'm going to say one thing. if you When you listen to the first episode, pay close attention. Like, Watch those pictures on the iPod Enhanced. Pay close attention to when I mention Rodimus Prime. <laughs> you will be pleasantly surprised. I saw that one. That was great. Okay. Uh, thanks. You have one, Megan? Oh, what? Final okay. insult. Oh, you have a thought? I, I thought you meant a plug. I was going to say, I don't have a podcast. Yeah. No. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, well, hey, I, I guess that the one I will say for Megan is she gets to enjoy some of the American holidays because she's off tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. But I've been busting my ass all week, so. And up until oh, the end of yeah. today, so. Join the club. It's called Everyone. <laughs> we meet at the bar. <laughs> Speaking of which, I think happy hour is going on in this building, too. There's a happy hour in this building? <laughs> yeah. Actually, you have a bar? Well, let's go downstairs to the party room afterwards. Sweet. Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, also. F- f- final, f- final insult. You're, this, this hardwood is making my butt hurt. I'll that's bet it makes my butt hurt. That's, that's, uh, that's, that's the hottest thing I've heard all night. Uh, yeah, Just so wanted to put try that get one, one in of there. the two, major, two main chairs next time. Now i got to Photoshop something. Yeah. <laughs> Just um, your face with me? Oh. this hardwood is making my butt hurt. <laughs> Great. Quotable quote of the day. That's a great quote. Um, so, uh, okay, tomorrow's uh, happy Thanksgiving to all our listeners in the states. And a uh, very I'm sorry about Black Friday to all you other listeners in the to, states. To all you, to all you, especially if you're working in the store. Uh, is there any uh, Apple deals? 
same as ever, but okay. they're just the educational prices. Cool, it's not cool. even worth bothering. Awesome. Uh, which me and I oh I did, I did come face to face with uh, see I saw the MacBook the new MacBook for the first time. Oh, the aluminum yesterday. one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're thin. They're still they th- are, quite thin, they are thin compared to compared to this old iBook. Well, I mean, compared to an iBook, anything's pretty thin. Yeah, um, they're nice. I, as I said, I I've given my opinion on that. I can't live without FireWire. Yeah, I know. So my precious MacBook Pro, which well, is sitting in front of me, is going to be here for a while. Yeah, and. You know, and um, the Ma- and uh, that MacBook will be on my uh, New Year. Uh, will be my New Year's resolution, I think. So because <laughs> I can't buy it now because I'm still trying to figure out pay- paying for the initial cost of this place. <laughs> yeah, that's usually how it goes. Yeah, I think I, I think I have to focus in on this place first before I can do anything else. But uh, they'll be look, cheap enough. Yeah, they'll, they'll, those look nice. I, I know. I know. I won't have to worry about stock. I know I don't have to worry about it going up on price. This is actually funny. Okay, last it, thought. It, it, well, no, right in the middle, uh, just as as we were talking, um, the Sahado site Great. updated and he released another gorgeous Takarata manga. So I'm going to download that when I get home. <laughs> yeah, well, we got some other stuff to do. Time to go to the movies. So, um, so, to, everyone else, so to everyone out there, have a great weekend. Hope, hope what you're doing over the weekend is as awesome as what we're going to be doing in a couple minutes. Yeah. Have a good night. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs>